0: Welcome to the Cyberman Show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Be it cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome to today's uh, podcast. Uh, I am putting content after a few weeks. Uh, I had a problem with my account uh, and I could not uh, upload the data.
1: So, but anyways, this
0: is all now. So hopefully you'll see my content more frequently. As always, I'll start with cyber warfare, we'll talk about breaches. we'll learn some new methods of how frauds are working and other stuff. Okay, Starting with cyber warfare, So there is a campaign that was found. it's called Stiff Bison. Uh, it is impacting uh, multiple countries with uh, major incidents in Poland and Czech Republic, and it is targeting high value organization. Now, the people behind this campaign are uh, supposedly... Uh, from North Korea, there's a group called APD 37, and the tool that they are using is called Con Rat, or Remote Administrative uh, Tool or uh, Remote Administration Tool. Uh, the uh, attack in this case begins with a phishing message uh, which tries to f- uh, fool uh, the target victims in opening the attachment. The attachment is actually a Word file uh, with a short and also a shortcut file. Uh, this document is a decoy and it seems to be a report from Russian war correspondent Olga Bozeva. And then, once the document is open, the, uh, there is a script that runs in the backend and the system is under control of the uh, cyber actor, uh, the cyber criminal. Now, same uh, pattern, uh, you will see that phishing and, uh, <coughs> is one of the most prominent methods uh, for getting entry into any of the uh, uh, infrastructures. Okay again uh, north korea hackers uh, were found to use a malicious browser extension called uh, sharpnext and this group is called kim uh, kimsuki Now kimsuki uh, was first found in 2018 to my understanding and uh, they were using a chrome plugin at that point uh, and this campaign was called stolen pencil and it infected with, uh, victims and it uh, stole browser cookies and passwords now, the same group has been associated with inclusions on political institutes that are in Russia and South Korea and uh, they are del- delivering an updated version of uh, the same RAT call we saw earlier which is calling it, okay. Now, in this specific attack campaign, the threat actor is using this extension SHARP-EXT and uh, it is focused on stealing email, and email data. Okay. So what it does, it inspects and exfiltrates data from a uh, victim's webmail as they are browsing, and it is impacting browsers mm-hmm. like Chrome, Edge, and Vail, And this is specifically designed to target Gmail and AOL account. Now, uh, Sharpext is capable to do uh, more things like uh, collect collect a blacklist of email senders that can be ignored uh, when collecting emails from victims, which means it can filter uh, data. Uh, for a specific user also it can upload attachments to remote servers it can upload gmail or OL data to remote servers uh, it can uh, receive instructions from attackers on which attachments have to be exfiltrated okay now this is an extension based attack and it will only happen if you have these in- extension install installed on the system now that's why i always tell people not to go with random extensions i use extensions that are uh, organization approved and that are popular uh, more downloads. I'm not saying that they are completely safe but at least there is a very low probability. Okay, So be careful on what you uh, download from uh, various uh, websites. Also uh, Chinese hackers have uh, built a backdoor into an app called uh, MIMI. It's a chatting app and it's a multi-platform app which means it works on Windows, Linux and Mac and this third actor behind this is uh, Lucky Mouse. Now, what is has come out in light is that at least thirteen different entities in Taiwan and the Philippines have been receiving these attack and in eight of these attacks, at least there is a, a tool called R shell which is used. And R shell is uh, essentially a remote shell, and it allows uh, uh, remote connections to be established to the target uh, victims. Okay. And uh, this. Particular threat actor has been known to put implants like SysUpdate, HyperPro and PlugX and you can google all of them and you'll find good art articles on each of these attacks. And This is essentially a category of attacks called Software Supply Chain Attack in which the backend server of this app where the source code is there, it, it is developed, it is hacked uh, and then a backdoor code is put into this and uh, once the app u- reaches the end users uh, the threat actors get automatic access to these uh, end users. So uh, this is not the first time we are seeing a supply chain attack. Uh, there is a popular attack in last year that happened, it's called SolarWinds Supply Chain Attack and are, this is one of the common ways. We all, in, earlier in some of the podcasts I mentioned, there are specific solutions around it, there are best practices around uh, software supply chain uh, security issues. There are very good articles from NIST on this, so I re- highly recommend reading them. Uh, moving on to breaches, Cisco has confirmed that, that in May there was an attack called Yanluwong Uh, which is essentially a a ransomware group and uh, it started in May, Cisco earlier said, you know, there there is no impact, uh, no products or customer data is impacted etc. But then the the ransomware gang uh, put some uh, files on uh, dark web. I'm I'm not sure if this was a screenshot. I've seen the screenshot but actual files, uh, what they are not, I'm not sure about it. But this happened on August 10. Then Cisco confirmed that this happened through employee credential that was compromised. Eventually, followed by multiple sophisticated voice phishing attacks that led the user to approve the multi-factor authentication, or which allows people to you know, have elevated security in accounts. Once the attackers were in, they yeah. escalated their privilege and they could log into multiple systems. And uh, then they used tools like PowerSploit, Mimikatz, Impact, Cobalt Strike, etc., to maintain access. Now. Uh, Hackers are claiming that they have stolen Cisco's service code. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Uh, so we'll learn, right? These things take time to understand. Uh, these are complicated uh, uh, breaches and it takes time to uh, understand the full impact. But I'm sure things will come out clear in some time as the investigation proceeds. Also one of the MSPs in, in Kansas, has to sh- they had to shut down their business for some time because there was a ransomware attack. Uh, they engaged a third party insurance provider to help them with it it is a common practice in certain countries where cyber insurance is available uh, but the point to learn here is that businesses can get impacted for hours and hours so you ha- should have basic cyber security hygiene like pack patch management and if you can get cyber insurance in a country where you work it's it's better right uh, assume uh, or build a architecture with uh, uh, the mindset that you are already breached, right? So know your crown jewels, and I'm sure there are a lot of best practices available that you can read on internet. Okay. Uh, also, a company called One Touch Point, they got breached. They uh, put this data on de- their their uh, data breach notice, uh, and it listed 34 healthcare uh, care insurance carriers and healthcare service providers who are their customers. And this company essentially does marketing execution, supply chain management, and print uh, services to the healthcare sector. Okay. This happened on April 28th. The company told that they saw the first attempt uh, on April 28th, and attackers uh, actually were there from April 27. But what they accessed, this is not deta- uh, detailed in specific files, but they some details like uh, the kind of data that they have been able to access, including name, addresses, birth dates, so, uh, social security numbers description of services that was taken, diagnostic, which is essentially PII data or personally identifiable information which allows anyone to refer to a particular person uh, uh, and you know, connect with it or serious data. So, uh, healthcare has been targeted for some time now because most most of these companies you know, typically don't have high-end uh, cyber security systems in place like a bank so that's why attackers go where it is easier for them to uh, cause damage and extract money by either extortion or black, uh, or uh, asking a ransom uh, now uh, going to ransomware site uh, there's a school motton uh, upper school in bedfordshire they were impacted by ransomware uh, there was a demand of uh, 500000 pound from the school uh, the uh, uh, Actors behind this particular attack is a group called Hive Ransomware Group, and they've been impacting for some time. Uh, they have caused uh, damages to multiple uh, organizations, uh, and that it is believed that the Hive group knew that the school has a cyber insurance policy and hence they've asked for more money. Okay. Now, it has threatened to release all the data uh, unless the trust pays up. So typically that happens, and sometimes they might or they might not release data. So please build backups, as I always say. Okay. Uh, new patterns, uh, there is an increasing use of Discord and Telegram in cyber attacks. If you remember in January, February when the Russia-Ukraine war warfare started, Telegram was used by both the sites to distribute tools, give okay, communication, etc. And now we are seeing more patterns of how these platforms are, or messaging platforms, are used to communicate. Uh, specifically, in case of Discord, there is an information stealer called Gabber. Uh, it, uh, it steals information uh, specific to the victim, which includes things like autofill data, bookmarks, browser cookie, credentials, crypto wallets, OS details, product keys, it also targets Minecraft and Roblox gaming platform, okay, and uh, then specific to Telegram, there's another group called x which has a similar functionality. Now uh, these things will evolve as people adopt to new tools, new apps, cyber criminals will go after them. Okay? So, be careful on which groups you join, what content you download, be very careful around it. Okay? Uh, there is another uh, worm uh, found which is called Raspberry Robin, it is a USB spreading uh, worm, which means it only spreads through USBs. To what I've, I've read, the actor behind this is evil car. Uh, and, uh, this uh, ROM uh, essentially works as a service okay? and then when EvilCorp takes over and uh, uh, it installs more uh, updates uh, uh, under the name of fake updates and delivers Cobalt Strike and other pre-ransomware tools. Okay? Uh, there is a new me- mechanism used by uh, cyber criminals on phishing side so, what they are doing is now they are in their phishing emails, they are sending messages that if you don't you know, put this information in the following portal, then your account will be disabled or something like that. Essentially, they are using timers. Uh, it is a methodology that they have adapt, uh, adopted from ransomware gangs. Uh, for example, you might get an email that if you don't put up your login name, password or credit card data on this portal, we could delete your account. So, be careful on such things. Again, more malware found on, on Android side on Google Play Store, where they pose as uh, cleaner, system optimizers, and eventually, you know, uh, they steal information. And they also try to hide themselves by uh, you know, changing their icons, like putting up an icon of a Google Play Store or a, you know, genuine app to make it uh, easy uh, or make it hard for victims to remove like them. And uh, then. Uh, an interesting research came out uh, which talks about PLC attacks, now PLCs are systems uh, that are used in uh, critical infrastructure like utilities, electricity, water, uh, waste water, heavy industry manufacturing, automobile, etc and they uh, are used by industrial engineers so they are using industrial networks. So this specific software which is uh, uh, available in the BOC stage today, it targets some seven or eight vendors who build this kind of system which means you know if you are using a software or hardware from these companies, this software can take control of this and do anything on these infrastructure. So if they can control what kind of water is going, they can control uh, uh, the schematics uh, or oh, sorry in the configurations of uh, the, how treatment is done, done of, for uh, in a particular context. Now this is not the first time we have seen uh, such issues, Stuxnet in 2007, I believe, was the first one and then came InController, Pipe Dream, they have all targeted and That's why a lot of countries are pushing for security of critical infrastructure, uh, where these kind of software pose threat. Key vulnerabilities are, there's a company called Doua, they make IP uh, cameras and there is a vulnerability reported that allows attackers to take full control of their devices. <clears throat> so these things keep coming. I've reported vulnerabilities of similar kind and with other vendors, uh, like RioLink, uh, ThruTech, k Access, and multiple others. Right. Uh, and so my recommendation is always change default uh, passwords. Always uh, uh, keep your software updated on these systems, and you know at least you'll be safe from a lot of these uh, bad things. Uh, also, some Interesting reports uh, got released in the last few weeks. Uh, my favorite was the an ENISA Threat Landscape report uh, for ransomware. What ENISA did is they uh, researched ransomware incidents, around 620, 620 ransomware incidents in past one year from May 21 to June 22. And they gave a summary of how ransomwares are evolving, they covered the uh, entire business model. They mentioned uh, metrics called LEGS, which is lock, encrypt, delete and steal that allows mapping ransomware capability uh, easily. Okay, so pretty interesting report, I highly recommend uh, reading uh, if you want to know how to protect ransomware uh, base attacks and also uh, if you want to learn more about ransomware. Another report came out uh, which spoke about the most common uh, methods of initial access, uh, software vulnerability and phishing being talked to. Uh, again if you recall these are the only things that we see a lot I mean not the only thing but most commonly the uh, common things that we see a lot and uh, this report stated that finance and real estate are the industries which are uh, uh, targeted a lot and uh, specific to ransomware they mentioned that eight million dollar is the average ransom in finance and 5.2 million dollar in uh, real estate okay. this report also mentions most exploited vulnerabilities, that the company saw, Proxy Shell, Block4j being top of that and another statistics that they gave is that uh, within 15 minutes of a CV being announced, attackers start looking for it. And I have seen content or code that can scan an entire internet within an hour. So imagine finding system with a known vulnerability and you can find that in an hour sitting at your home anywhere in the world. That's, That's how attackers get into our infrastructure. Also, another report uh, mentioned that phishing is number one scam uh, uh, in, for uh, brand impersonation and the most common brands are social media networks followed by Microsoft product. Okay. Another report came out that mentioned uh, uh, specifics on cost of data breaches and it is uh, found that 5.4 million dollars is the average cost of uh, breach. It also mentioned that paying ransom doesn't help victims who pay you know, they mostly don't get their data. Uh, cloud infrastructure is insecure that's what they also reported and uh, which increases the cost of breaches. Okay. And, uh, the other key thing that they mentioned is close to 50 percent of breach costs borne by victim organization incur a year after the breach. So breaches happened and then the organization still has to suffer. For multiple reasons, either they, the attackers will come again or they still have to do the mitigations for customers or uh, their internal, changing the internal infrastructure. Okay. Uh, in, in one of the interesting uh, thing that they mentioned is that uh, ransomware at hackers in a particular instance gave up because they hit multi-factor authentication which is a great uh, tra- practice if organizations are using MFA attackers will typically you know, drop unless they can fish which happened in case of uh, Cisco if you remember. Okay. Uh, also, uh, CISA directors in US has warned that ransomware hackers will target small critical uh, small companies that support critical infrastructure uh, like uh, companies in energy, dams, uh, communication, financial services essentially things that are around us that we use for our day to day so this came uh, from the director of Seaside US. Okay. The US government, uh, FCC, Federal Communications Commission also warned Americans that there will be a lot of SMSs uh, for phishing, Also, this is also called as Niche, SMS HING, that would prompt users to give up their credentials, so they release a warning around it. With that, uh, thank you so much, I am always grateful to the sources that help us learn And I'll see you soon. Keep learning them.